Hey. Hey. We're your DJs, Jasmine Rice. And Gabe Elliott. And this is How How Did Did We We Get Get Here? Here? How did we get here? We're in a new space. We're in a new space. To the people who are only listening, you're probably like, why are they constantly talking about (laughs) something changing? We're figuring it out. Yeah. Okay, we're in a different room. Uh, it's better in my opinion. I think it's more homey. Oh, I agree. We have I've... comfortable chairs. <gasps> yes, someone. I read a comment that somebody was like, "Maybe get comfortable chairs," and I was like, "Okay, that's real. That's real." I support you. Actually, I'm not mad at all. I agreed with you wholeheartedly. No, because these are like comfortable. Yeah, you literally manifested that for us. Like, and I we hope got everyone else chairs. is sitting in a comfortable chair right now. Oh, I hope you guys are in a comfortable chair. But thank you guys. Thank, thank you, guys you guys in general. Actually, yes, the outreach has been. Yeah, y'all have been so supportive and just like I've had people reach really out to feedback. me that yeah. I have not spoken to in years. No, st- why did I just? Sorry, I just hit something. But no, people have been reaching out <laughs> and telling me, and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like commenting on like something I said or something that happened or whatever, That's awesome. or something that one of us did. And I was like, "That is so sweet." Yeah. And then I'll ask some other people that should stop, be stop. And let's, not. Let's, I'm calling you guys out. Let's. Whenever you eventually get hey. What are they going to do? No, it's true. What are they going to do? They like, won't even know because they they're won't not going to listen, bro. But it's actually been really interesting yeah. to um, have random people that we have been, cl- like, people that we were really close to in the past mm-hmm. are listening. And, like, for example, or, and, like, also I walked to class the other day and our friend Quinn was, like, literally listening to it in her headphones, like, as we were passing each other. And that she was showed beautiful. Me. I'm like, that's so cool. Just sincerely like we're so appreciative and thank you for listening and just for being excited because this has been fun and we love like all you guys' comments and you guys reaching out and all the people have been rating it also on Spotify yes oh my god I didn't even realize that was a feature so thank you for rating us five stars because I would have never asked for it because I would (laughs) have never known but yeah no overall just thank you so we just wanted to really get that out of the way because we really we're really. so appreciative. Yeah, so we, we're, we've been really excited all week. Yeah. So. Also, thanks for um, bearing with us. Yeah. Because, like, I mean... It's rough. Beginnings are rough. Yeah, it's always hard to start. But, like, and it's hard to get into the groove of things. Yeah. But we are getting into the groove of things. And we're slowly improving. And we're slowly figuring it out. And it's it's really fun. Yeah. So thank you, guys. Thanks. We have an announcement. <gasps> you go. Oh. What is it? <laughs> oh wait so we want to talk about like our traveling oh yeah okay so like okay. so we wanted to start off this one <laughs> what is it <laughs> so uh jazzy and i are gonna be in new york city We're going to new york in july in july for all of july yes so not anytime soon yeah because it is february yeah it's like very it's like fresh off of valentine's day whoa yeah did you celebrate no, I sat. <laughs> all I did for Valentine's was like live react to the hard launches on Instagram. Some <gasps> of them were crazy. <laughs> no, because je- some people they hit it for what felt yeah, like years. Some people I just I didn't even know how, were in a relationship. No, exactly. And like some of them were soft That's launches, fine. and it's like a little like you know their faces are still partially covered, and they're like you know just a little heart or bear, or like. <laughs> Or, or just or just like like Wait. I love doing life with you or you know stuff like that. Yeah. And some of them were really cute, and then some of them some shocked of them- me. My jaw was <laughs> dropping all day, and I don't know if you guys experienced this, but I would be scrolling on Instagram and I'd just like eyes wide, like like a cartoon, react yeah. to some of these, and it was some of the 
It was probably one of my most favorite Valentines. I don't care about Valentine's Day, really. My mom doesn't care about it, so therefore I don't. Yeah, that's uh, fair. Because my mom's from Europe, and she did not know it really existed until she came here. Oh, and that's so fair. If I... My aunt's birthday, she's Swedish. Her birthday's on Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. And she moved to the United States. And then Bruh. her first birthday, <laughs> she was like, what's going f- on? Why are none of y'all paying attention to me? What, what's up with the wife thing? What's up with the girlfriend thing? And I think Bye. she was single when she moved here. So she was like, you know, ima- Shut. Like, imagine no, literally. that. Yeah. And she was like in Minnesota, I think, or something. She was a tennis star. I found that out. Who my, is this? My aunt. That's awesome. I was like, what? I just like learned more about her as like the years went on. Because to me, she was just like pink lemonade. Like, like n- not like in, because like we so go to her house. Di- so no. many different facts no, like, are being thrown right now. I'm like, <laughs> what? No, well, it's fine. Like for me, like we mainly were like, it was like my family when we were living in Southern California, our, my dad's brother moved to Southern California with his wife and his kids and they lived close to us. So we'd like go over to their place and she always had pink lemonade. And oh, I didn't have that in my house. That's so cute. So I go over there for pink lemonade, Doritos, and uh, this is, I guess this is this is a Midwestern thing, but it would be like it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but with like uh, like Lay's chips. Oh, and it's like really good actually. No, they're like crunchy I, with this. Yes, nice. I love I love putting salty chips in a sandwich. I oh, okay. love the never, crunch. Okay, cool. What, yeah. Did you start, when did you start doing that? Um. I started in, like, middle school, but, like... Did you do it on your own, or did your parents be like, well, let me spice this up? I don't really remember. I think it originally stemmed from... Because I, I liked putting french fries in my hamburger, mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, I guess this is, like, comparable, putting chips in my sandwich. And I loved the crunch. I still... I literally ate that, like, had a sandwich with crunchy chips in it earlier today. Oh, my God. That's yeah, awesome. I, I didn't it. know that. But I've never tried it with the peanut butter jelly sandwich. That's it's really like a good. sweet and salty. I'm I'm into the idea. No, it's really good. Should we try food on a podcast? Oh, the that ASMR would, would go crazy <laughs> with that one. You know what's also weird? Why did I feel like someone was standing so close to the door right now? Jazzy is paranoid if you've never learned. I have been a little paranoid lately. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's weird that I will think about okay, semi frequently? Is that I went to Croatia and my cousin, he's like Italian and Croatian, and he had a bunch of like Italian and like Croatian like friends. And I was hanging out with them because they were like the only young people that I knew when I was there, last mm-hmm. time I was there. So this is 2019. Valid? I, no, this might have been 2017. Regardless, it was one of those years. Okay. And uh, they had, he had a friend who we all went to get food like down by like the shore one day. And <gasps> she got that sounds magical. And it was. I it was need great. to go to the beach immediately. In February. It was 80 degrees though today, so who knows? Oh yeah. But guess what this girl did? She had a sandwich. Okay, so I no, it was a burger. Imagine like a burger, right? Like two buns and like meat or whatever in the middle. I'm imagining and she was a like, hamburger. Uh French fries on the side. Mm. And she asks for like a lot of mayonnaise. And I was like, okay, whatever. <gasps> Okay, also, wait, to cut you off. Yes. Okay, Gabe and I love mayonnaise. I love mayonnaise. I don't care what anyone says. No, for real. I dip I dip my french fries in mayonnaise. I dip Very my- Very European. Okay. That's how I got- I started doing that in 2017 because I was yes. like, I don't like mayonnaise. And it was like, you know that meme where there's like the people in like the- that like house party and they all are like turning towards the camera with like a weird expression 
yes. like red solo cups. That's what I looked. That's what happened to me when I said I don't like mayonnaise to like my Croatian family. Oh. And then my aunt was like, not the Swedish one, the Croatian one was mm-hmm. like, you have never had good mayonnaise then. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's like <laughs> she's like, she's like, she. I think she's you like, know. she goes to me. She's like, what color is mayonnaise? I was like, white. Yellow. Like like white. Yeah, I say white. And she goes, no, it's yellow. I was like, wait, what? She goes, let me show you some mayonnaise. And she gave me some like like homemade mayonnaise from like my, uh, not my, her mom. Yeah. And it was so good. I immediately changed my mind. Yeah. So that level of really good mayonnaise, right? And then this girl had this burger with these fries. And she takes the top bun and then rips like the bread, like from the inside of like the like bun. from like the from like the bun? middle of the top bun like flipped over and would like dig into it and then dip that in it's a mayonnaise. Bread bowl. <laughs> I guess, but only she'd just dip that. She'd take like burger bread, like you know, like you know, like bun bread. Yeah. Like from the middle and then like go in like a like in a spiral on the top and then dip it into mayonnaise. That's so interesting. Like, so European. I was like, so you're European. just. Deconstructing the hell out of this. Yeah, what? And no one else was doing it, so I don't know if it was a European oh, oh, thing she's just or just different. a whatever that girl she's was. just different. I guess so. It was just really weird but, to me at the time. Yeah. Still well, know. well, like, um, who? <laughs> so sorry, I'm like paranoid AF right now because someone is. This is a new room. Yeah, we're in a new room. There's a good person outside. New, com- t- completely different setup. There's someone outside, and it's fine. Like, they're they're supposed to be there. They're, they're not, doing their best. They're doing their best. But, like, <laughs> yeah. they just, like, keep making noise. I'm like, I'm just paranoid. You're okay. Nothing's going to happen. Safe. The door's locked. I'm safe. You're what were right. you going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, I've all, Okay, so I've always, I've normally eaten chicken nuggets or french fries with mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. And, like, I do, like, I like mayonnaise and ketchup, and I, like, mix it. Yeah, like, yeah. Or like mayonnaise and like hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like something like that. I thought that was normal. Okay. Well, and then I started. I get dogged on. Yes. I started doing it around my roommates, like my current roommates. And anytime I put a little dollop of mayonnaise on my plates, on my plate, it's like a big deal. They're so. Still? Well, none. I mean, oh, they're like used to it now. But at the beginning, they were like, what? Like, I can't believe you do that. Like, it's so weird. It's not that serious. <laughs> well, then, like you told me it was European. And I was like. So I've always been a little European art. She's a little, yeah, you're part Ukrainian. Wait, I am. Yeah, so <laughs> is that where you learned it or did your dad start doing it or what? No, I, I, I think I might have seen it in a TV show or something huh. because it was on my own accord. Like I decided to do yeah. it myself and I just liked the taste. Or maybe I had mayonnaise in a sandwich and I was like, bro, I kind of like mayonnaise. Let oh, me I try love this mayonnaise. out. I don't like I ketchup. love mayonnaise. Oh, really? I don't. I think it's too sweet. Interesting. It's very sweet. It to me, it's almost. I like can't have a lot of it. Like if I'm like desperate, I'll have like a little bit, but yeah. it's really not my go-to. I love mustard too. I have. I liked mustard before I liked anything else, which is weird. Yeah, that is weird. I feel like ketchup is the first step. Well, like I mean, ketchup was like there, but I didn't care for it as much. I mean, like as a kid, it was like fine because everything. Yeah. Was, I wanted. You know what I never understood? Okay, if you are young now. This is what was crazy that I never thought would I would ever see this occur. <laughs> the way that we uh, we were like we're going to New York. And now, <laughs> hey, like, I don't give a fuck. Well, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it shortly. <laughs> but okay, when I was younger, my mom like she I I'd, I'd want sweet things. Like I loved I had a sweet tooth when I was a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all do usually. And dude, I would like ask her something or like I'd have something sweet and then I'd 
my mom would like try it or I'd want her to try it or something. And she'd try it and be like, oh, no, I can't eat that. That's so sweet. And I remember thinking, being like, that's not sweet enough. Yeah. Like, this is not sweet enough. In- like, this insane is insane sweet tooth. Yeah, insane. Kid. And yeah. then I eat the same thing now. And I'm like, oh, my God. I cannot believe <laughs> I ever ate that. And I ate that on the reg. No. Oh, that's so real. Like, like store-bought icing on oh, cupcakes. Oh, my cake. God. Holy- it makes me sick now. No, it lit- the thought of it actually makes my mouth, like, turn mm. Oh, inside yeah, out. Like, you so know what bad. I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's so sweet. It's and it, so it takes sweet. a while for you to get that. And at the time, I was like, that's never going to change for me. Yeah. Because, you know, up until that point, that was my whole life experience. Yeah. And I'm not going to, like, radically assume I will change tremendously. I mean. In, like, a, in a period of time that's double the age six years old, now. contemplating how you're going to change like, yeah, like the passage course, of like, time. I would never do that. Really? So, <laughs> but I thought yeah, it like, was so weird. But, yeah. Because also, I had a this weird phase of, like, I think my my... Uh, taste buds flipped like twice on the same food. I think it was a uh, mashed potatoes. Oh. I used to love it, and then I oh my god, and then I'd have it and I'd throw up. Like I threw up eating it, and it was like <laughs> my mom's a great cook, so it's really not like the potatoes were bad. It's personal. my mom is from Croatia, like she knows how to like do stuff with Stop. potatoes. It's the it was a screen. If you guys are just oh listening. yeah, if you guys are listening, I was yelling at the screen for going to black. Anyways, continue. But uh, what was I saying? How did we get here? Oh, your mom um, oh, yeah, made but, no, mashed so, potatoes. Yeah, like I used to hate. I used to love it and then hate it. Like I would literally like vomit if I ate them. And then I had them like years later, and then it was fine. Yeah, I just like had to wait it out. And I don't know. First of all, I took a risk that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hope it's not. Like oh my this. god, I'll try these mashed potatoes. I guess like. And I'm not like the you. biggest biggest potato person. I am in certain forms. Like I like fries and hash I like, browns. I love hash browns. I Maybe will, I do like potatoes. Yeah. Actually, I like a lot the of two potatoes. main forms. Well, I just don't like sweet potatoes. That's true. I don't like sweet potatoes. I also don't really. I don't like a baked potato. I don't vibe with a baked potato either. It's just so like uh, I don't know. I mean, sometimes people put like marshmallows and like brown sugar. No, in it. yeah, people like Are you. Good. Who thought? <laughs> <laughs> and oh. then sour cream on top. I was like, okay, you no, can't literally. have all of it. You well, can't have all of this. I don't know, people love to fuck up a loaded baked potato. They it, really do. I really don't understand it. I really don't understand it, but I love, I still like potatoes. It's just like that form of a potato. It's my I don't least know. favorite. It's not, yeah, that, I'm not And especially it. when it's like a loaded sweet potato or like a baked sweet potato or something. Yeah. I, this, I used to work at a, at a restaurant and this other restaurant I used to work at on Saturdays, we'd have this like steak promotion thing and it would be like a steak and it's like cooked outside and everything and then there'd be like a baked potato that comes with it. And it was like, it was so Southern. Cause I'd have to like go to people and be like, oh, it's like you want like this like really nice like steak. And then be like, so how do you want your baked potato? Do you want all the fillings with it? You know, all that stuff. I felt so weird. Yeah. Asking, like, you want all the fixins and like, all I, that stuff. I do you don't want, even like, want the potato. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd have the option of like a baked potato or a sweet potato. And with the sweet potato, oh. they, all the fixins would imply literally like brown sugar, or, like marshmallows or like, or like a weird, a weird thing that I just didn't, I didn't understand. And then I'd always have to, like, go outside and, like, get it. Like, I'd yeah. have to take it and then and if the runners were, like, not doing their job. And I'd go have to go get it and I'd bring it to the table. And I don't know. Like, people were really, really specific at what they want on a baked potato. No, but that's true. It's like. They would ride or die for it. It's like a loaded baked potato serious. is a thing AF. It's a like, thing. It's a thing. And people want it in a very specific way. But I was going to say, like, okay, I... You saying your taste buds have changed? I have, I've never liked 
sweet potatoes. I've never liked sweet potatoes. I never liked them. And either. also something that is interest that's like weird is my my mom loves sweet potatoes and so like of course whenever she's making a meal she'd have them sometimes and like mm-hmm. I made it clear multiple times i'm like i don't like sweet potatoes i'm sorry i'm not gonna like yeah i'm not gonna eat it like i'm sorry like more for you guys like just don't give it to me yeah but like i don't know every time every time she'd be like just try them just try them I'm like girl my opinion is not gonna change no real another thing that and this is okay anytime i tell people this they like they have a vis like an a physical reaction yeah but i don't like chocolate and i've never liked chocolate Mm -hmm. and i understand why that's like that was big weird thing for me when i first met <laughs> no you. everyone's anytime i tell people but now i'm like that makes sense yeah because i also don't really eat chocolate anymore either yeah like myself i don't really do that or like i don't know i like i understand because chocolate's a very popular yeah popularly loved thing but i don't know i've never liked chocolate i don't really care about it um one time my friend Diego, we were at a New Year's Eve party, and was okay, it this past New Year's or the one before? I think like two years ago. This was two okay. years ago. Okay. But um, the okay. one at their apartment. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a good one. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. That, that was, was a fun, fun party. I loved but that one. One time, I tried red velvet cake, and I was like, "Oh, I like it." And so then Diego oh was god. like, "Oh my god, you like chocolate? Like, I don't believe you. Like, you've literally been lying this whole time because red velvet and chocolate are the same thing. Like, you're literally lying." And I'm like, "Bro, like." Okay, relax. Like no. So then at his party, he, he kept doing this thing where he would take like a piece of chocolate and then be like, "Okay, close, like, hey, close your eyes. Like it's it's a cracker. Like it's a shot. Like <laughs> it's a shot. Like it was so funny, dude. That was a fun party though. That was a fun like, party. I also so at that party, me and Sarah, uh, not your roommate, Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diego's friend. Yeah, we had this like, I think it was like a deep eddy lemon. Oh, okay. And we drink that and then we chase it with a lemon bar. Bye! That was the It was best so good. Invention. No, because we were like, it was like, we were like, it's lemon sweet and then lemon sour. Oh, lemon bars? Hit. Okay. Speaking of like sweets and desserts, lemon bars, coconut flavored things, I will F those up. I love also, coconut. Miranda, credits to Miranda for making those lemon bars because those were amazing. Those were good. I think about them like a decent amount. Yeah. If I'm like, I don't know. Regardless, but that was a that was a good time. Yeah, and I just had never really tried them. But <laughs> they were good AF. But circling back, what I was gonna <laughs> say is, um, if you didn't grow up in the United States with Valentine's Day, then um, like I can imagine what it would be like coming to the United States and being like, what is this like as a single, especially as a single yeah. person, being like, what is this holiday like? Yeah. What the f? Speaking I, of your aunt. I think my dad, I'm trying to remember what the story was. There was this funny story because since both my mom and my aunt and my other aunt are all immigrants from Europe, they all have like funny little like stories of like whenever like they don't understand something like American, oh, you know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like they make a like a little, like a little, like there's just things that they say or do that are very like, Oh, like you don't know anything. <laughs> like, and it's, like of, of like oh, the, this country. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, what was it? There was like a. There was a story my dad told me about like a crosswalk and like my aunt, the Swedish one, where I think it was something about like. It was so funny. If I, if I remember, I'll mention it. I'll, okay. I'll probably ask him and maybe sell, tell it on the next one. It's something with like a crosswalk and like a guy, maybe like a guy on a sign. It was so funny when he told me. I'm like, sometimes like language barriers are so innocent. 
Oh. Like, th- they make you think, um, like, because they're things that we just, like, immediately accept. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. someone from another country, like, interacts with it, like, freshly for, like, oh. the first time. Yeah. And it's, like, a cool experience seeing somebody experience something else on a third person perspective because that happens to me when I go to different countries. Yeah. I don't know if they take it as endearing because typically they don't. <laughs> but for some reason, Americans, Americans, like, make everything that a foreign person does if they're, like, attractive or, like, you know, like, you know, like, and, like, within, like, a certain, like, accepted, like, quote, unquote, yes, yes. like, they make them, like, people love when French people react to anything. That's so true. And but they'll then be if like, you're oh, that's so French, that's so French, oh, my so God. Fl- if and you're, if you're an American in France, no one gives a fuck about you. No one cares. But and they're like, also, you're such a nuisance. But if a French person is, like, in, like, New York or something, and they're, like, <laughs> oh, like, I saw this video. This is, this is a prime example. I saw this reel of this guy who, like, went up to this girl, like, in, like, Washington Square Park or something. And he was asking her about, like, what it's like to be in, like, the United States or something like that. And she, whatever it is, he asked her a question and it was, like, revealed to be French. She was, she was French. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, oh, like, what's something that you've not gotten used to since, like, immigrating here? And she's, like. People call- pointing out the fact that she's French? No. It, weirdly, it was, like, oh, like, people eat eggs in the morning. Oh, my God. I was, like, what? I was, like, is that not normal? Because I feel like people do that. I would never than consider just an but she's egg like, no, anything else like than a breakfast. Eggs food. are like in like in like the for like lunch or for like dinner or something in France, or at least to her experience. <gasps> that's so French. And then everyone in the comments is like, "Oh my god, she's like so she's so French, French, or that's whatever." Bye. But I know that if it's like another person, like if it, if it just like weren't French, like if you were just like like Peruvian or something, and made like a statement because like okay, my friend Vanessa, she's Peruvian, right? Yeah, and. She'd like when we were like in high school, she'd post on Snapchat like a party or something that she'd be at, like with a family thing. And it'd be like late at night, like super late at night. Like it'd start at like 10 or like 11 and then go to like 4 a.m. And yeah. that's like the regular time that like these people are like awake. Yeah. Like that her family and like all these like, extended family would be like awake. And I'm like, what? Like, don't you have like school or something the next day? And She'd be like, yeah, like, I don't know why. But I guess, like, in her culture, or at least from her experience in her yeah. culture, like, a lot of things didn't happen. A lot of them started, like, very late in the night. And they, yeah. And I don't know why, because I don't rem- It was so long ago. I, I think one of my Spanish teachers was from um, Venezuela, and she talked about how, like, um, at dinner time, it was very, like, you wanted to take your time. Like, dinner was, like, a long. time to get together and, like, spend your time talking yeah. and, like, and whenever she came to the United States and she finished her meal and she immediately got handed a check, she was like, that was so disrespectful. Like, yeah. she was so confused. Yeah. Um, no, cause but, yeah, it's very interesting. Like, the pacing, of, the pacing of meals is different, especially, at, I mean, all over the world. But, like, in America, it's very, like, quick. Because yeah, like, as, as a capitalist nation that has, like, a lot of, like, where, like, you have a lot of time built in. Most of the time in the day is built in for work versus yes. leisure or other yes. things within, like, I don't know. I think within America specifically, it's a country that since so many people from so many cultures come together, it weirdly, like, in a way, Gets l- rid of decimates it. all of them I'm so stupid. Equally. No, and then, literally. And then, other one, and then in other ways, like, adheres to some. Like, in like uh, in Croatia, right, uh, we have built in, like, siestas, which is, like, you know, like little yeah, naps. Yeah, and it's like in the, in the middle of the day, like from like noon to like one or something or like around that time frame, like everything's closed. Yeah. Whenever I talk about um, how time moves differently in 
Europe compared to America. I always use that example. I'm like, Gabe told me that in Croatia, they have siestas. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean. I, went to, I tried to go to a bookstore one time and it was like. Closed. I wanted to go like right at the time. When, and I was like, oh, and I told it to my aunt because I, I was with my uh, Croatian aunt at the mm-hmm. time. And I was like, oh my God, like it was just open earlier. Like I swear it was. And she was like, Gabe. And then I realized like everybody was like outside mm-hmm. and or like or like no people were outside and then there was like a lot of people like way less people than there were an hour before yeah she's like oh they're all they all like went to go take a nap they're gonna come back Bye. and she's like, or like oh, oh, oh. it's like that or like lunch and i was like what and then when i was in <laughs> taking french in high school what i was pissed. i was pissed because <laughs> in america it's like everything has to be like 24 hours like everything has to be operating yeah. within like a consumer schedule but yeah. then when i was taking a french class in high school we were learning about like French culture, and one of them was like in France in high schools, their lunch breaks are two hours. Oh my god! Like, it's a long time. Yeah, <sighs> and I, I was think, like, I'll take it. I think that's in that is so that's true. How long like, it takes me to eat, really? Yeah, well, if I like, like if I like really want to be like real. Well, yeah, because you want to. I think it makes like it's it is such a luxury to take your time with a meal and like decompress. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like most we have lunch of the time, breaks that are thirty minutes. Most yeah, most of the time, if I'm like eating breakfast or lunch, I'm like, okay, I just this is just something I have to do so I don't die. Yeah. Or so I'm not miserable while I'm in this three hour class or like doing work for the next like eight hours. I need to eat. Like, mm-hmm. And it's you like know? no, exactly. And I know it's that a lot different. We have a friend Miles who Miles Garza. Yeah. He, Miles. He, he works at an ice cream shop, and he the <laughs> other day he was saying that he had like a thirty minute like. uh like lunch break and it's like if you didn't bring your food you're screwed yes and he, he like ordered food and like scheduled <laughs> to get there and then it didn't work and then you had to wait for other people's schedules and then it yeah showed up like at the end of the lunch breaks and they couldn't eat it yeah. and then it wait until the end of the shift and then it was soggy and like bad and then it was almost inedible because it had been sitting there <laughs> for like the end of like what felt like i think a six yeah. or eight hour shift yeah he he was posting on his um his close friends he was, was like so my doordash funny. didn't show up i'm about to start shift in like five minutes i don't know to- no exactly and that's <laughs> like, that so sucks. normal yeah. and that's so normal we're gonna reveal what we've been gearing up to Bye. in the first episode of Y'all this podcast have been waiting for this shit in the first episode of this podcast i revealed that i wrote hunger games fan fiction when i was a child and people want me to read it. So I'm reading the first chapter. And I sent it to Jazzy. I'm going to say this right now. The formatting, when I read, like I saw this for the first time, it is so horrendous. Like, you know whenever you do like a quote and there's like, it's like quotation mark and then like the next, like the first word. And it's like, there's no space. I have a space before every single word. And I also don't really use punctuation. Bye. Uh, and I also make a lot of typographical errors. How old were you when you wrote this? I was... It was nine years ago? I was 12. <gasps> Stop! I was literally 12. No judgment then. You were doing your best. I wrote 17 chapters Bye. of this one like, story. <laughs> okay? Like, there's 23,000 words. 23,000 words on this one story. This is the shortest one. Bro, you had ideas. Like, I don't even... The punctuation, who cares? Like... I'm so excited, but Did my, you get it? my connection's like not working. That sucks. Well, we're not going to, I'm kidding. Um, why, why is this happening right now? I mean, I could always just read the whole thing. I think it'd be more fun though if we switched off. It would. I don't know. I don't know why your connection's not working. Do you want to just switch off your phone or is that too complicated? 
Do you have a hotspot I can use? I can start a hotspot. Oh my god, we're doing this in the moment. Okay, I'll Bye, give more context. As I'm doing this, I'll give some more context. Okay. So when I was younger, I like weirdly, okay, I was on Tumblr. It was 2014. I Tumblr! And on Tumblr, I discovered the romanticism of, uh, what's it called? Of writing. And I thought writing was like cool or whatever. And I, but I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't know what to write or what to do, but I loved The Hunger Games. I was obsessed with The Hunger Games series. I started reading the books, and I, like, finished all of them, like, super quickly. And I would go on, like, Minecraft and play Hunger Games Minecraft. Like, I'd go on, like, the <gasps> servers. Oh, um, and like, do, like, the survival? Yeah, like, the survival game one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so, so fun. And, like, I was fully, fully, like, obsessed. Like, obsessed. And I really wanted to write, and I really was like, I want to know, what would another Hunger Games be like if it was just, like, not from Katniss's perspective? Like, if it was just from, like, a different person in a different year, because there's, like, and according to the first book, there's 74 Hunger Games. I got it, I got it. She got it. But there's 74, and I was like, well, what if you just did a different one? <laughs> Don't read it. You can't Sorry. read it. You only can read the bold whenever you need to. Okay. Uh, so then I reimagined a different protagonist in a different district and this is awesome this i is can't wait this is the start let us <sighs> deep breaths let us know your thoughts do i need any pre-con like do i need to do certain voices like who am i who you'll you'll just have to i guess i'll have out. to pay attention i can't tell you now because then it spoils it oh okay spoil it okay let's you read take, take okay. it away so here it is chapter one <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Immediately breaks. Okay. <laughs> Chapter 1. Reaping Day. Don Lockhart of District 8. I can't do that. Okay. We have to. No. We have to be Okay, here okay. <laughs> this is killing me already. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm surrounded by sheets and covers of my bed. Being from District 8 has its advantages. We know how to make clothes so we never get cold. I am one of the higher class people in my district. My parents are the managers of some of the factories. I get up slowly and see the sun's rays pour into my room through my window. Today is reaping day in which tributes are chosen to participate in the Hunger Games. Usually people from my district die in the bloodbath, so when they are reaped, I always whisper under my breath, more like a death sentence. Bye! <laughs> Bye! <laughs> she has some sass. She's sassy. She's sassy. She, you'll, you'll, you'll get to it. Okay, okay. I get dressed in a silky, soft, yellow dress that was my sister's, who is now 19. She's one of the lucky people who didn't get reaped. I fucking hate that. I hate that because it's like, it's so rare to actually get reaped. Whatever. She's um, one of the lucky people. <laughs> like thousands. Uh, after getting dressed, I walk downstairs to greet my family. Hey, mom. I say as I get my shoes on one of them hard to push into my... <laughs> this is a bad sentence. Wait, re reread that. Hey, mom. I say as I get my shoes on one of them hard to push my foot into. Hey, Don. Um, Jennifer came over to say good luck, and that is also from me. <laughs> <laughs> she loves my truly, but... <laughs> <laughs> But on the reaping day, she always acts cold and distant, and I feel as if I died in the games. She would act that way for a long time, missing me and holding onto my remains of stuff when my body comes in a box and sent to our house with my yellow dress. She would then be miserable. 
Mom, I need to go. I love you. Remember that I will be fine. Just when I am not called, let's have a good time after that, okay? <laughs> she nods of approval, and I then walk out of the house and head down to Town Square. I meet up with Jennifer, and she smiles. Hey, how is it going? I shrug. What am I supposed to say? It's great. The Hunger Games are happening. I will have a party. You're a dog. <laughs> Bro, is, this, is she inspired by your own, like... I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. Okay, we'll figure I it love... out. Let's analyze later. Okay, sorry. You're right. It is okay. I guess today is the reaping day, so I don't see a reason to feel good. She nods and just walks along with me to the 15-year-old line. Hand out. Says a peacekeeper, and I stick my hand out. Hey, Tom, how is Kyle? No question mark. <laughs> I ask. I know him from the factory. He always gives me tips, and I like how he is so nice. She's, is this Kyle? Yeah. She's great, but she's kind of scared about today, but her name is in there three times. She has nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I go into my designated line. Jennifer walks toward me and stands still on my right, and she frowns. What is wrong? I ask, worried for her. Uh, I just something changed. Wait, where'd it go? Wait, wait. I like it's like moved. Wait. I ask, worried for her because she is never like this. Well, I um, my name is in there twenty five times. She whispers, barely audible. Wait, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. My bad. Well, I um, my name is in there like. It is fine. You it's just fine, be confident man. and have your head held high, I answer. Wow, you sound like Velvet Duncan. She slightly <laughs> giggles. Who <laughs> is that? <laughs> Who You'll is figure that? it out. Okay. <laughs> she slightly giggles because she that is the advice <laughs> that is her advice for tributes. Head held head help high and be confident. <laughs> I am about to respond with a hateful comment to the Capitol when she arrives. Welcome, welcome. Happy Hunger Games, and may the odds be ever in your favor. She grins and then speaks up again. This year is the 67th Hunger Games, so it has been 67 years since the Dark Days, so that will be the sum up of this video from the Capitol. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I don't know. It's incoherent. <laughs> when she is done talking, the televisions play the video, and the summary of it is, we rebelled, we lost, we get punished, so 23 dead people each year is our consequence. Sorry, sorry. I love that. She exclaims. Somebody has, somebody has very perky this year for our untimely death. Oh, wait, sorry. I didn't highlight the next one. Just say the next sentence. Oh. Now the time has come to pick on male and female tribute to participate in the 67th Hunger Games. She walks away, she walks away from the microphone and towards the boy tribute bowl. Boys, we ready to get up here. <laughs> she, <laughs> she the dives her hand into the bowl and swims her hand around in it to find the perfect name. She finds one and goes back to the microphone and reads the name. James Linger! <laughs> <laughs> Just like the Cranberry song. Oh, that's so cute. I love she, that song. She announces to the whole district to herd, to herd the name that isn't theirs. 
but there is the one kid who did that will soon be murdered on television for the Capitol. A scrawny 12-year-old is about to walk to the stage when a man screams a phrase as old as time. I volunteer! When that happens, the the boy's face lights <laughs> up for not being in the game, but I am still trying to find the person who shouted that name. I search the area for him until I see his face. He is Titus Crow, one of the strongest kids in my school. If he was from one or two, he would be a career tribute all the way. When I think he volunteer when I think he volunteered to participate, he actually hugs the kid and goes to the stage with a tear forming at his eye. So who was that? Velvet asks him. My cousin, he is like a brother to me. And even though my brother died two years ago in the final three in the Hunger Games. Well, that is very touching. But now it is time for the girls! She finishes her sentence and walks to the girl tribute bowl. She copies what she did for the boys and finds the name she hopes will bring the capital a good show. She gets to the mic and reads the name. Jennifer Young! (gasps) The name echoes through, through the district in a horrifying way. Dead silent. That doesn't make sense. That name was my best and only friend. It echoes dead silent. (laughs) (laughs) That name was my best and only friend, and she is off to her death. I don't think it is mindless to do something I never dreamed I would do. I volunteer as tribute, I yell, and then everyone's head turns towards me. (gasps) Jennifer only made it to the stairs when she turns around and I see and see me take her place. Well, this is unusual. There has never been two volunteers in the games. Besides one, two, and four. (laughs) I hug Jennifer and whisper in her ear, You're welcome. Wrong, you're. (laughs) And I go to the stage. Are welcome. (laughs) And I go to the stage, and when I get up to my spot, a tear rolls down my eye, and I know she will miss me. Now, who was that girl there? She has a lot of questions today, and I want to punch her in the face. But I restrain. She is my best and only friend, and I don't want her to go to her death because, unlike me, she will have a future. My words echo through the district, and I know I said too much wrong, too. But hey, all they want is a good show. Well, now welcome this year's tribute of District 8. She has a lot of energy. (laughs) She escorts (laughs) us into the Justice Building along with peacekeepers. I'm in a room with pictures of past victors, and the pictures are always as... Are always so low. Only eight, I see. What? You have two minutes. <laughs> Says the peacekeeper as he pushes my mom, dad, and sister into the room. Dawn, why? Why did you do that? My mom exclaims with tears in her eyes. I had to protect he. She is like the little sister I never had. And now this time, my eyes, my eyes fill up with tears, and I blink them out of my eyes. I might have Miranda. What? I might have Miranda, but she is someone who is supposed to protect me, and she can't now. She can't go into the games anymore. She is now speechless, but now can't manage a word. Fine, fine. Just please try to win for us, your family, and for Jennifer and her family, and we be watching you, so stay alive. (laughs) She then gets up and out of the room (laughs) when my dad speaks up. Sweetheart, I love you. Try to come back to us. He then hands me a necklace with the district seal on it in solid gold. It's worth a fortune. It's your sister's, but she wants you to have it. Why didn't they sell that? (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucking stupid. (laughs) It's your sister's. I don't even get to say goodbye or thank you or an I love you until the peacekeepers grab my sister and dad to the hallway away from me. Forever. The next person to barge in is Jenny, 
But now suddenly she's Jenny with tears in her eyes. Dawn, thank you and be safe in the arena. Don't die. She pauses to catch he breath, then continues. We will be watching you and don't disappoint me and your family because we will miss you. She quickly gets up and walks towards the door when I speak up. Jenny! She turns around slowly to see me. I'll try to win, okay? She smiles, barely, and then closes the door. <laughs> Titus and I are then escorted to Rongtu, the train that leads to the capital where so many things will happen. But when I get on the train, I don't even think. I just go to my room and take a nap. <laughs> 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 I hope. <laughs> I take a nap. Good night. <laughs> I hope tomorrow will bring better things than today. Frenzy of drama. Let the games begin. Scene. Oh, holy <laughs> shit. Who's sobbing right now? <laughs> <laughs> Who's sobbing right now? Who's sobbing? Can we please read chapter two? Right now? Um. Right now? Do you want to read it? It's shorter. Sure. I want to know what happens. Oh my God, but now I got to send it to you. <laughs> oh, bruh. Okay, wait. I think for this one, I can just read it. Because I don't okay, think okay, a lot okay, of Okay, 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 okay. You guys, you guys are waiting for this. I, I'm like, I want to know what happens. <laughs> should this, be a, should this be a thing? Just like, should we read Every all episode is 17 chapters? Every fucking time. Oh my God. Please, oh my God. Please. Or should we save it for the next time? Should we analyze? Oh, there's what a lot of dialogue in this one. It's like mainly dialogue. What do you want to do? Uh, should we just save it for the next time? I Maybe should, let's save it. Okay, let's save it because and we'll start I want you guys to know episode. how you feel about that and where you think it's gonna go. Because <laughs> I want you to. Oh my god! Share your predictions. Yeah, share your trend predictions. <laughs> share your predictions. Your in the Hunger comments. Games trend predictions. Who do you think is gonna win? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. So is Titus? No, because if I keep going, like, who do you think? Loki. Like, how far do you think people are gonna go? So you're alliance okay. will be made. People will be betrayed. Bruh. Is Titus gonna be hot or not? Like, what's going on? Peter or gay? Peter or gay? Peter or gay? Wait, so is Titus the man that he's the male tribute? Okay, I don't know why I said in it. I was like, then a man shows up fully like fifteen. <laughs> oh man! And then Dawn is the also. Main. I took the same exact story from like both. Like like first of all, it's the exact same setup as the Hunger Games initially, like almost identically, just different names. And then <laughs> so really plagiarism. And then two, it's like Titus. His reasoning for volunteering is the exact same reason that Don has. It's like, oh, I volunteered for them. They're like the brother slash sister I never had. Oh, okay. I'm so excited to see where this goes. Yeah, like, what's up? I like that you used um, when okay, you used J the name James Linger. I like that you used the song title as his last name. I That's didn't even so know cute. the song at that time though. I, I thought, just put Linger because I was like, That's a Name. Okay. I think I probably put it, you know what I probably did? What? I loved those like random name generators. I loved random name generators. OMG. I think every single one of these is from a random name generator. But I remember when I saw Don Lockhart, I was like, that, that bars. Because that kind of eats. Like, bars. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, that's kind of like a really good one. <laughs> and then Titus Crow, bars. That's okay. a good one. Hi. I did not know his last name was Crow. That's epic. Right? Bruh, if y'all ever read stuff from 
Gabe in the future and a character is named. Please do not read no, this. No, no, I'm talking. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to start promoting my actual writing the more we get into this. And you can see the change, okay? You'll look at the change. Okay, we can give me some credit. At least I use punctuation correctly. Yeah, you were doing your best. Uh, I'm really excited to see where this so goes. So many typos. But I'm saying, if you ever see a character named Don Lockhart in the future in Gabe's writing, mm, you're a real one. You're a real or one. Or Titus Crow no. or James Linger or a Jennifer, <laughs> whatever Jenny. fucking last name was. <laughs> I only refer to her as Jenny, like, at the end. Like, right? Jenny. I'm gonna, literally, it's like. Jenny. Jenny. And then, and then it's like, oh, your sister. No mention of the sister before. And then it's like, Miranda. It just it starts with, like, oh, Miranda. Yeah, I was like, who's Miranda? Is that the sister? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's just, like, horrible, oh, okay. horrible introduction of characters. Oh, you were and then, the, But then, like, I, I characterized the random peacekeeper more than I did the sister. <laughs> it's like, hey, blank, how's Kyle? And then Kyle's a girl? And, like, I'm not going to lie. This is 2014. I definitely just, like, made... I definitely, like, just put in, like, a random name and then later on changed it to be a female, like, a daughter. And oh, then okay. just didn't change it. Like, I just probably didn't read it. I mean, I know a girl named Kyle. Yeah, I know. It's a, it can be. A, I, so do I. But at the time, I'd never met one. And I was not trying to be progressive. Why? <laughs> I was like, just, okay. Don Lockhart, like, you're lazy. Titus, these are just random names. <laughs> I love, and I like, love. like, hey, Tom, how is Kyle? <laughs> like, <laughs> so random. I'm excited to see where this goes. I want to, I want to meet, um, what's the name of that one character that Katniss takes care of, um, like, as, as it's, like, symbolic Rue? of, yes. You want to meet Rue? I'm excited to see who your Rue is. Oh, I wonder if I actually do follow it to a T. Or, I don't like, remember. or I'm interested to see, like, what inspo you took in... I know that the okay. I wrote two other stories as well. I know that the other two are like very much, like are not the. It's not like the last one is like probably my most creative, because I was like <laughs> I remember I was like trying to branch out. I think it was my Valid. longest one too. Because, uh, let me just say, that for the first story, it's twenty three thousand characters. Twenty three thousand words. <laughs> this this story ultimately has twenty three thousand words. Holy. And that's the shortest one. Boy. I was writing. You were writing. I would come back home from middle school and start writing on my computer. You've been writing from the beginning. That's epic. Well, that's that was the first time I really wrote something was this. No, I'm, that's not, epic. This is my first story. I'm so serious. You started from, from a young age. That's epic. Started from the bottom. Now, now we're here. here. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Reading it on a podcast. That's epic. Wow. And by the way, this was nine years ago. Like, I looked at the timestamp. This was, like, February 2014. Wow. That's crazy. Nine years ago. I can't ago. believe you existed. Sorry. Neither did I. I really didn't. That's... Let's be so real. I really No, let's be real. I was really not there. Yeah, I'm like, what... What was it like to exist without questioning your existence all th- there was a point in my life where i existed and i wasn't questioning it all the time i was just living no serious i need that again <laughs> i would just wake up and just do my thing i wouldn't i would wake up and not immediately go on my phone because i didn't like have okay a phone. <laughs> you know what i mean no that i just is wake up and like go to take a shower and like just get ready and just like take a morning you know what i mean just like yeah and then what have thoughts like what the hell did i do no for real that is a habit that i need to break is going on my phone the minute i get up i used to have an alarm clock and i'd wake up from my alarm clock uh and then i wouldn't be on my phone because yeah. then i'd charge my phone on the other side of the room i mean but then I, i'm always like so afraid that i'm like i miss something 
Yeah, I, yeah. It's like it's literally like something you have to. It's FOMO. It's consciously like be FOMO. like, it's okay. Like take a step back. Because yeah. Like which is, but also like I li- I love to listen to music in the morning. I've been listening to so much Chet Baker lately because yeah. I'm really excited for New York. Uh-huh. Um, but. So whenever I turn on my music and then I see my notifications, I'm like, oh, I might as well take care of these right now. No, exactly. And then I spend an extra hour getting ready in the morning no, <laughs> because exactly. I'm just on my phone. No, no, so real. stupid. It's it's so stupid. I actually need to break that habit. But something I wanted to ask you. Um, mm-hmm. So comparing your writing as yeah. a nine year old, I was not nine. Oh, 12. Sorry. It's really nine. not that of a, not, not that big of a jump at all, actually. Um, I'm 11, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Okay, do you, like, whenever you're writing a story now, how important are names to you? Like, does is that, like... It still, for some reason, is an important thing for me. It is like, or I, isn't? It is. Okay. Weirdly enough. I don't know why. I love names. I love names. I yeah. love places. I mean, I yeah. definitely think names... Um, I mean, like, if you give the name, like, Arnold... It I, gives you, a connotation. Exactly. Yeah. But... And sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll start with, like, a placeholder name... And it's never the one it ends up. Like, there's, like, a story I'm writing right now. I'm writing, like, a short film. Yeah. And uh, Oh, I'm excited to read. It's crazy. It's, like, not fully developed at all. It's, like, two well, scenes. Well, yeah. Whenever Three you're, whenever you're uh, in a good but space. But I originally had, like, two different names. Like, the lead in the originally was going to be named, like, Leah. And then the guy was going to be named, like, uh, like Donovan. Mm-hmm. And then I changed... Both of them. And now I'm like, now that makes so much more sense. Because, like, okay, valid. a lot of my ideas come, like, when I'm right about to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I was about to go to bed, and I was like, no, no, yeah. actually throw that away. I found it. Like, I found the name that works perfectly. And not only does it characterize them, it gives a perfect connotation. And it, to me, in my head, for, like, the story, I was like, mm-hmm. they exist, and this is also their name. Because, I don't know, sometimes people would just put, like, the most random ass names. So, um, I... Okay, so that's no, interesting. It that sounds cool. Yeah. I, in my acting class last semester, mm-hmm. I was partnered with this girl who's um, a graduate student and she's focusing on screenwriting. Mm-hmm. So she talked to me a little bit about how this one person that she really looks up to was like, oh, whenever I write, the characters like walk into the room. And then, like, and that's like kind yeah. of how she approaches like, um writing characters and so okay so keep that in mind and then so now i'm in a screenwriting class right now and i mean like i've i've written i've written videos for years but yeah. like writing an actual like screenplay is so is so much so it's, it's very different yeah, yeah of it's very different so it's been really fun like learning how to put mine the two knowledges together yeah but we got on this for one of my classes, we got in the conversation of names for like so long. In low key, I was like, honestly, I, in my personal opinion, I feel like it does not matter that much. Like the per- the way that this person was talking about the process of them finding names, I was like, bro, you're focusing on the wrong part of your story. It's the actually. weakest part of the story. It yeah. is, but for some reason, it's a block. For yeah. some people, it's like I can't move forward if I don't know the name of who I'm speaking I guess or that's creating. Fair. So it, it depends on the people, because if it doesn't matter to you, that's great, because then the name that you put will fit naturally within the story, because yeah. you didn't, because you're like, oh, that fits in, that's fine. Like, oh, her name's Nicole. Like, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, let's go. Yeah. But to other people, it's really important. 
And yeah. for me, it's kind of important in the sense that finding the right one. I'll do. I'll start with the placeholders just to get it out of the way. Yeah, that's but what I, I mean. I read this story um, when I was my one of my creative writing classes. One of my friends, my writer friends, is her name's Deepti. She was writing uh, this story and she submitted it, but she forgot. I think or something like that. She explained something about it where like she forgot to like change the name. So the characters' names were X and Y. Oh, that's but it funny. Added so much to the story. That's so interesting. No, it added so much to the story that it wasn't actually a name. Like, and I remember, like, everybody was like, "I love that you named them X and Y," because that immediately like made me understand the world that they were in. That's and, so. And cool. at the end of it, she was like, "I it literally was forgot." Accident. She was like, "I forgot." She was like, "I always put like one of the first protagonists as X or something, and the second one was like Y or whatever." And then at the end, I like control F, and then it's like. Or, you know, like, I, I fix all of them. Yeah. And then I submit it. And they said, I guess, because they turned it in, like, either right before the deadline or right after or something like that. They, they submitted it and just didn't fully, like, think about it, I guess. Yeah. But the story was about, like, uh, like climate change and how that had affected this person's, these two people's relationship. Like, because, like, one of them, like, the guy wanted a baby. And the girl originally did, but then doesn't. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, I don't want to bring a child into this world, okay, knowing that okay. it will die before I li- like, oh. knowing that it w- it won't even live to my age probably. Is this like taking place in the future? Yeah, and it's like yeah. it's like in like the extended future. Yeah, and it added a really strong element to the story because That's the fact really that it was cool. like about climate change and about all that stuff. And then having them as X and Y, it kind of depersonalizes them. Yeah, it makes it almost like you so already lost sick. the humanity that you were trying to win. That's really sick. And there was like flashbacks and stuff. And it was like, I really loved it. And then I, every time I think about that, I'm like, that's yeah. a super strong, you can really, it can really add a lot. It can, sometimes it doesn't matter. Like yeah. if you're writing like a regular, just like, you know, like group setting, like, you know, like a group of friends or something. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Like Duncan and Joseph and like Jasmine and like whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're just like, at that point, they're just names because their names aren't entirely needing to be distinguished yeah and they're not really that it doesn't no no matter whatever way that you name them it might not add anything but yeah, i did that's sorry one more time no you're fine you're fine when i wrote i wrote this one story and i used to do this thing that i don't really do anymore because now it's a little cringe but cringe. i used to do this thing where i would look up meanings like names that have a specific oh, meaning oh yeah and then i just like put the name of like the character that has that or whatever mm-hmm. and this girl in one of my classes literally was like i noticed that all the characters in this that like died all like their names mean like unlucky oh that's fun because she like noticed because it was like and i and i paired them i made it like the like the mom or something and like the daughter it was like this family was like a five Mm -hmm. it was like uh it was like two boys and a girl like as the kids and like a mom and a dad and like one of the boys and one of the girls died, and then the mom and the dad died in, like, a house fire. Did and you like, like that the reader, the person that read it, could pre- Well, she knew because she was, like, she, she was, oh, I do the same thing myself. Mm-hmm. So she was, like, I already knew that, like, okay. well, which is, like, okay, it kind of spoils it for other people. So I don't do it anymore. Yeah. I think it's sometimes nice to have, like, an adjacent name. Mm-hmm. Like, something similar in vain, but not, like, dead on. Because it was, like, yeah. it was really dead on. Yeah, I think like and it'll be like the mom's name started with an M, the daughter's name started with an M, and then like the dad's name started with a letter, and, start, and then the other son, the ones that died, so that they were almost like grouped together. Yeah, and then and that which also made it 
the character that survived was more of an oddball owl because his name started with like a B. Yeah. And it was like not like the others and also didn't mean bad luck. Yeah. Okay, that's that's cool. Yeah. I um yeah, I guess like I was just wondering because I never really I've never really put that much thought into names, TBH. TBH. <laughs> because um I mean the screen the stories that I've written have been like twisted versions of like things that have actually happened in my life like reimagined in different circumstances so like mm-hmm. i kind of already have the names of the characters because they're based off of real people technically right, right. so yeah i was just like whenever we got into that conversation in my screenwriting class i was like we are getting off topic in my opinion but i guess like yeah if you're writing if you're starting from scratch like complete fiction then that makes a lot of sense sometimes it just helps characterize it yeah I even think if that's you eventually fair. change it just like getting an idea for Whatever it is. I don't know. Writing is very, like, it's so whatever Each you pro- want it to every be. Every person's process is different. It's you, very different. Some yeah. of the um, stories you tell me about in your creative writing class sound so interesting, bro. And, like, um, or just, like, really, really cool ideas. It sounds like a really, like, creative environment it's a great, to be around. It's a great program that we have here. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, you were, t- we, whenever we hung out with Sophia yesterday and yeah. you were sharing about um, a lot of your classes, like, low-key... I'm a little jealous because I like I I'm really love my screenwriting class and I feel like I'm learning a lot personally. Mm-hmm. But I honestly um, feel like sometimes I don't really learn much from your other students. Yeah, from the people around me because like film bros are kind of like they yeah. all like, want to write the same pulp fiction or like, thing. Or like a lot of I feel like the difference between people in creative, at least in this fiction, is what I've yeah. seen. Or, like, a lot of people in your creative writing, there's, like, a purpose behind it mm-hmm. rather than just, like, a cool concept. Or yeah. a lot of... This is just what I... Because it won't I'm be gathering. made in real life, so they can do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. So it's really limitless. Yeah. Yeah, That's that makes... That puts a really good... That puts it into good perspective. But, like, a lot of the time, in my experience in my screenwriting classes, like, people will already have this idea of exactly what they want to do and are so unwilling to like They're married to it yeah, yeah to like bend anything or to play or there's no room to play around mm-hmm. and so it kind of defeats like the creative process and like the magic absolutely and yeah i just like that's something i've definitely noticed a lot about film students in my classes yeah. yeah and i'm that's real yeah but i like I miss or I, I don't miss, but like I'm I just think that's really because I, I think the most I think something that is so inspiring and so encouraging is just being around other creative people. Yeah. And understanding like or just seeing like, oh, my God, like that. This is your vision. This is what came out of your brain. Like this is such a cool story. Like they are like, wow, and you get a really great vibe for it. And, yeah. and all the classes that I took in creative and writing, it, like, they've all been just so like some people have written, you know, some people focus in like very specific genres and mm-hmm. sometimes they stick to it. And sometimes you see writers that are don't really know what they want at the current moment and they do whatever. And then some people that are like, I just want to write whatever I feel like. Yeah, I got an idea and I'm going to write it. And it's not at all like the last story I wrote. It's yeah. not going to be like the next story that I wrote. Um, and you get some really, really, really great like stories like i mentioned it yesterday but there was a story of like this band of animals it was like this absurd it was just like absurdist comedy that with the way that it was structured like the way that it was introduced in the beginning i it was like 
uncriticable because it's you, so absurd. Because it's so absurd. I was like, I can't say that something can't happen because yeah. you've already established that anything can happen. So anything I can't say that anything can happen. <laughs> Any <But>. sorry, <laughs> but like. It was really great because, like, I, I was reading it That's and I was cool. just like, I love that he just went so out of bounds. Like, he really, like, made all what I thought you could do in writing and then just, like, took it farther. And then some people, like, really hype in on specific genres and specific, like, stories. Like, I had this one guy in the program who he only ever writes this one story. He's, like, it's not, like, the same story, but it's the same character. Oh. And it's like it's basically like you know how the Harry Potter series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's basically writing like a series I like understand. that. That's so every really cool. every story that he writes is just a different chapter yeah. of that larger novel. Yeah, or like a larger series. And same with another girl, she writes. And you find that some people write like I focus on short stories. Other people focus yeah. on like novels. Like some people like I cannot write anything less than ten thousand words. Yeah, and some people just say I can never hit ten thousand words. Some people do, like, flash fiction. Some people do all this other stuff. And it's like, really interesting. All of these, like, different examples and um, getting to see different things that a specific person writes. It, exactly. You get to know the person through their writing. It tells a lot about them. Yeah. yeah. It's really great. And, <laughs> I think it's and so the cool. feedback is my favorite part. Yeah. Okay, first of all, reading everyone's stories is my favorite. And yeah. then getting the feedback on my story. Because people will suggest things that you're like, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. And if you're just willing and open... Like, you can get a re- lot of really great ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, I wrote a story that I remember. I was like, there's problems with it, and I know that, and I just, like, needed to submit it. And then people, obviously, they're taking it seriously because, like, they're, they're reading the whole work, and they don't, you know, know that I'm not, that I, you know, they assume that I am 100% believing in every single part yeah, of the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then people would be like, this scene needs to be completely cut out. Yeah. Like, it's, un- it's irrelevant. It's interesting. It's funny. But, like, just scrap it. Do something else. And... It would ultimately help the story. Yeah. And I did a really big, my, the professors are very much like, you have to do a major revision. If you give me what is like the same story, but like a different paragraph one time, like I'm not going to let you. I'm not, not, that's not going to stop. I'm not sending it to other people. Yeah. Because you're sending me the same story and you're not doing any work. Because you think that this is the best it can be is bullshit. That's so, nah, that's And I wrote a story that I changed dramatically. Yeah. And I loved how it turned out. Yeah. And if I just like, you know, if I just like didn't listen to what people said and kind of like believed in my own echo chamber, yeah, I never like, would have been able even, to. Yeah, or just like didn't even, wasn't even open to feedback or like anything. I was like, you're right. That scene is irrelevant. Yeah. I, you know, and I totally can do that in a different way. And I changed a lot of, and I even changed like, even the trajectory of like the plot. Like That's it ultimately cool. changed like much of the actual trajectory of the story. Yeah. And like the focus, like I was focusing on one thing. Like it was a story where like it was like about like a I, it was about a writer, which is always like most writers always have a love to write about a writer. Like it's so meta, but <laughs> they love doing it because they know it. But yeah, it was about like a writer, and it was really focusing on like his writing career because like originally the idea was this th- idea I had seven years ago, and then when I was writing it, I found a different. I just followed a different story that I realized was emerging within while I was writing it. So mm-hmm. I ended up not even writing the original idea that I started because mm-hmm. I wrote the the idea years ago. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how things can change. And I was like, I already know that I can always go back and write that, but I can't follow this passion again because I don't think I'll, I'll remember this in a week, month, two years, whatever. So I was like changing the story when I was originally writing it. And then when I got the revision, I changed it again. And it was like not even about him being a writer. I cut that part out completely. And I really focused on his like relationship with like his mother. That's cool. And it ultimately, I was like, okay, 
the biggest like uh, advice that my professor had given me was like, cut out as much as you think you need in the story and really focus on what is there and flesh that out. Yeah, and then you can add that in later. Cool. And that's what I did. And I was like, okay, I'm going to cut out the part where he's a writer. Not because I don't want that to be there, yeah. but because I can always add that back in and I can add that back in and add it purposefully versus yeah. just putting it in there because I thought, you know, I want because I want this to be a story about a writer. It doesn't have to be anything. Yeah. I think that um, the feedback, that is like, I wish I took a screenwriting class like earlier or something. Because actually, like, regardless of everything I said earlier, something that is super helpful is filmmakers will give you feedback AF mm -hmm. and will be honest with you about what works, what doesn't. And I do respect that a lot. But like, man, I, I love... Um, I don't know, coming into coming into college, whenever I first was like, I want to be a film major, all I knew was that I was like, I like coming up with ideas and that's all yeah. I know. <laughs> and I, and a lot of sc film schools or film programs like make you choose um, a focus. Yeah. And that's like, and so a lot of people from our high school that went into film were like screenwriters, like that was their focus. Yeah, and so yeah. I was like, Mm, I don't think that... I don't think that's me. I don't think I don't that's... be different. Well, yeah. We can't all be screenwriters. Yeah, I was like, I don't yeah. think that's me. I don't think I'm interested in that. Like, I want someone to write it for me. Like, yeah. But yeah. I wish I took a screenwriting class earlier because I have discovered how much I really, really love it. And I think I actually, just from making videos for so long, I think I I kind of have like... An, I have a years. style yeah, and I have a yeah. groove. and I, And it's just like, I wish I... I want to start taking it more seriously, and I wish I took a screenwriting class earlier. And I wish I got to take that. Yeah, I only got to do fiction. That's that's true. I mean, there's like so we're on opposite ends. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, we can both learn about other things. It's really not the largest yeah, jump, actually. That's that's true. And I I guess what was I gonna say? Um, ah! You wanted to take a screenwriting class, oh! and you wish you took it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to... Oh, um, I'm going to miss, like, easy access to so much feedback. Yeah, Because exactly. after I graduate... Yeah. yeah, after I graduate, I'm still going to be writing stuff. And I'm not going to have... I'm not going to be... It's going to be hard for me to sit in a room with 10 people who are giving all great ideas. Maintain those relationships. Wait. And there's, like, Never Facebook thought about groups. that. True, true. People, they'll, like, read this and tell me how it is. And people are very active on those. And there's, yeah. like, an Austin screenwriters one I'm in. I oh. I've never put anything in there, really read it, but I'm in it. That's cool. So if you want, you can be like, hey, read this. Let okay. me know what you guys think. But and people give you advice. Reddit, a lot of places. The idea of like creating Twitter is really big on. Bye. Writing. I am not putting I my work on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> no, I hate Twitter, but like Twitter is a really active writing community. Oh, that makes sense. You can just tap into it and then like decide. Bury, just like get like specific people and yeah. then ask their advice. But yeah. That's. Yeah, I don't know. The idea of working like creating a tv show with like a group of people and just like sitting in a room and like writing it together that is like that sounds awesome that's like the dream like not gonna lie like that yeah but i never really do it now yeah i no, mean no, i actually no, you, like no, you, no. it's actually like no because you say that but like right before we started this podcast which i was with my friend quinn and also uh my friend levacy we were talking and i had this idea for a television series like a limited series that I really wanted to like write, but then I got like sidetracked. Even though I did all of, like the a lot of the character exploration and I have like ideas for most of the episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, 
And we were talking about it, and they all were like, yeah, we want to, like, write more. And I was like, why don't we just make our own writer's room? Because, like, there's, like, a group of people. They're all roommates at UT. And oh. they have a show. Who? It's called Subletter. Uh, it's, like, Alex Bennett. Alec Bennett is in it and a bunch of other people. I don't know the other oh, people, Oh, really, that's really but cool. they all act in it, and they all write it. And they get together, that's like, so in, like, cool. a, like, a bedroom or, like, a living room. And they all just, like, circ- like they sit in a circle, and they have a writer's room. Yeah. And they bounce off ideas, and they have, like, a little... And they just, like, go for it. And it's just, like, you know, you that's can do whatever so you want. That's so fun. And... Then we all we, we like right before you got here we made a I made a group chat of like oh writers my room God. and we're like we want to add people into this and like could you add a, me yeah exactly so that that's what I'm saying sick. that's the big takeaway is that if you you can do shit now yeah you really can yeah. it doesn't have to be, it's not like you're gonna make like a fucking Hollywood movie yeah but yeah, like, yeah well the whole I it's mean, experience that you if you didn't do it now you wouldn't have it later yeah also like I mean. I, I told, I remember... And even if it goes nowhere, you just get the idea of what that is. Yeah. Like, I, I was talking to Morgan about, um, we were talking about our futures, and she was like, wait, she was like, what do you want, do you know what you want to do exactly? And I was like, yeah, I think I, I, think I really want to write for TV and, and just be a screenwriter. And she was like, okay, well, are you writing? And I'm like, yeah, that's a valid question, because if you don't... <laughs> well, if you don't start writing, then it's like, okay, then you're not a writer. No, exactly. You have to be... Right. And it doesn't need to, it doesn't have to be... Um, like, it doesn't even have to go anywhere, necessarily. Yeah. You just need... It's so important to have the practice and, like, figure out yeah. what matters to you, what you want to write about. Finding yeah. your voice. Finding your voice as a writer. Yeah. That was the, be- the best thing I got within the last two years of being in the creative writing program at UT was I found my voice as a writer. I found yeah. out what I write. I found out what I write well. And I found yeah. out what I, what I don't write well. Yeah, and that's what epic. what I need help on it, what I think I am, at least right now, okay with. So yeah. the things I'm comfortable at the pace I am right now. And yeah. That's so that's like the best part. It's just doing, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's been um, a while. Huh? <laughs> a while. Yeah, we were talking. About yeah, it. it's fine. I was gonna say, um, it's because we talk about our future all the time. Just because you and I are both about to graduate, mm-hmm. it's really. I'm so excited to graduate. Like I keep telling Me myself too. that. Um, but it's really interesting to think about. Like, oh, okay, like so what am I going to be writing? Like, what am I going to be doing? I get to choose how I spend my time. Like, what do I want to do after I graduate? Yeah. yeah. It's just been on my mind lately. Real. Real. And, <laughs> and that's how we got here. Should that's we, how we got here. Is that the close? I think so. Yeah. We didn't say it last episode, I don't think. Oh, I thought we did. I have no clue. I, I'm just, I said I don't think. I have no clue. Okay. I just lied. He lied. That's the title of it. Okay. She believed. She be- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank that, you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. That's how we got here. Literally, bye. <laughs> Somewhere, someone special just for me. Somewhere, someone special must be. Somewhere, someone special just for me. Somewhere, someone, somewhere, someone special must be.